Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you guys are here. And today is really, really exciting day. I'm sitting down with the incredible Manny Cabo. We met on Clubhouse, and right now, actually, we're streaming on Clubhouse as well. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm going to kind of pass you the mic, Manny, and kind of introduce yourself, and we'll get into all the, the good stuff. Sure. A- abs- you know, absolutely. And uh, this this is taking a little bit of uh, getting used to here because we're on Zoom here. We're on Clubhouse. I don't want to get any feedback. So once again, thanks again for allowing me the, the space. Got some great familiar faces on here. And uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm an award-winning singer, songwriter. I'm a top 1% podcaster. I've been working in the entertainment space for close to, I don't know, 25 years Got about 150 album covers to my name, which has been extremely uh, fruitful of a journey. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty decent with the microphone. You know, I'm a singer, of course. Uh, You may have seen me on The Voice, La Voz. And uh, I'm also an award-winning photographer as well. You know, uh, branding is my specialty. I've been doing that for, again, close to 20 years, more years than I'd like to admit, actually. But it's something that I, I truly relish. And there's nothing more gratifying uh, for me than helping artists build that visual brand, you know? I love that. I love that. And I kind of want to get into your experience with The Voice because that that must have been uh, so incredible. I mean, and you got a, like a four-chair turn. Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what was that experience like? It was it was pretty exhilarating, actually. And ironically, the story behind that that many don't know is I was invited to go on to the show and I turned down American Idol. I went pretty far in there. And same thing with the X Factor. And I literally just walked off because there was a lot of shenanigans going on behind, you know, fabrications and stuff like that. Whereas the voice was totally different. You know, I didn't want to even go on to the show. Just friends of mine coerced me into going in and I showed up at 10 o'clock. It was a Wednesday. It was freezing in New York City. And my buddy's like, listen, you got to go on here. So when the producers asked me, so what do you want to do this show? And I'm like, I don't. I don't want to be here. I got two guys are going to kick my ass if I don't if I don't do this. So usually when you're in that process, it takes about, yeah, I don't know. They make you sing one or two songs. They get the idea. I ended up singing six songs in Spanish and English, R&B, rock. And my buddies are like, what is going on? You know, this is, this is obviously I'm fast forwarding a little bit. And uh, sure enough. Six months later, I was on a plane to California, and they just appreciated the honesty. I wasn't there to win. I wasn't there for the accolades, wasn't there for the followers. I did it because, A, I was coerced. And secondly, I knew that I had a a kind of gift, right? I said, you know, let me just do this. They're appreciating me for who I am. I didn't have to fabricate anything. So that was pretty appealing to me. And I went on and did it. And the rest, as they say, was history. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that's incredible. And 
So that kind of did that did that part kind of catapult to uh, you into all different types of things. Like I mean, I know you're doing your podcast, and I know you're doing all that types of stuff, and you're an incredible photographer. So was that the catapulting point, or kind of talk about that? Well, that's a great question. It's certainly a loaded one, but music was always a part of me. You know, growing up, uh, my parents introduced me to a steady dose of the Beatles, very eclectic with my Hispanic upbringing, of course, I was exposed to multiple genres. So music was always internalized, you know. Um, gradually, as the years went on, I started getting into photography because of my dad. He was a professional photographer. Uh, and again, most of you don't know, and some of them in the room do know, like Molly and Chris, that I lost my dad to COVID. So he was uh, the huge impetus behind me delving deeper into the creative space. But uh, you know what? I'm getting a call here. Sorry. Oh. It's free. I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at 12 houses. You know, it's crazy, but it, it's good. I can manage. I can manage. And um, I delved deeper into it. You know, my sister was a model, began photographing her. And then it just evolved into this understanding and appreciation of looking at the world literally through a lens because I started to understand, wow, I'm capturing moments in time that will never happen again. And I made a career out of that. You know, I started uh, taking photographs. I became the photo photography editor at Seton Hall University. I got to photograph all the games at Madison Square Garden. It was really exhilarating capturing uh, moments like that from a journalistic standpoint. And then it just evolved. And, you know, being that I'm a musician, of course, I get to bridge that gap with my fellow ecosystem of artists. So it makes sense. I know what they need. I know what I love to do. And I just combine those two talents of understanding and there you have it. I've made a career out of branding artists. Obviously, it's been brutal the last six, seven months because I lost everything with Hurricane Ida, but I've been rebuilding. But it's good to know and it's refreshing that artists still like, listen, we're waiting for you. As soon as you get back, we're saving our money. We're taking our photographs. We're not using anybody else but you. So it, it really is gratifying. And it's, it shows the integrity behind my work, you know. Well, first off, I want to just say, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss of your dad. And I know like... COVID has been hitting a lot of people and it's not easy, but so I have to, and I have to say you're, you're an overcomer. You've experienced all these things and you've over, you overcame them. So I guess what kind of tips could, would you maybe give to those that are kind of like not in the best situation right now and kind of feeling like, you know, it's, it's the end of the world. And like, I, I, you know, I, what kind of tips can you give to um, give some positivity and light in their lives? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's all about mindset. I know we hear that constantly. And during even the most uh, difficult times throughout these past six months, I made a conscious decision not to focus on the void, not to focus on the things that I lost. Instead, focusing on the things that still remain. You know, I still had life. I was still here. So with life comes possibility. And the problem that we all have is we get into this little uh, wormhole of talking about the lack of things that we have in our life. You know, it's all energy. Whatever you project, if you entertain the loss, you're going to get more of that. If you entertain the, the element of gratitude for the things that you still have in your life, then that's a quicker road to recovery and a quicker road to attaining those things that you desire. Now, here's the caveat, though. It's a lot of work because when you're faced and you're surrounded by calamity, it's really difficult to say, you know what, no, everything's going to be okay when the first thing that you see is destruction and fade and decay and loss of income, right? I get that. I was in the trenches, literally. So 
coming up with that mindset definitely is a lot of work. But the reward is once you do it, it's like anything. The formula is you build those conscious habits, right? And those habits become consistency and the consistency creates the success in your life. And that's applicable in every realm. So I utilized and implemented that philosophy in the most difficult times. And the amazing thing that happened is when you change that mindset, when you begin to quiet your mind and meditate on those positive things, people will come out and show their support and empathy. And I know there's some people in the audience here right now, like Molly, who's a sweetheart, and Chris, uh, Robert, Hunt, these familiar faces who have seen me you know, within the last three weeks explaining the story. Truth is, I'm still here. But in the interim of all that, I've always established a place of service. I, I created much success and I amassed success as an entertainer because I assisted other people in attaining their dreams. And therein lies the secret to my success. So I had some great karma built up for me. You know, so when I needed it the most, I knew that if I maintained and I really embraced that mindset of, of positivity. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and appreciation and, and gratitude. I knew that I would come out of it and I'm almost 80% back. But the moral of the story is you never give up. You never give up because what we fabricate in our mind, our mind creates that energy and that energy creates your reality. And if you're focused on the negative reality of everything, guess what? That's going to persist and it's going to dominate your every thought. But if you focus on the things that can happen, the possibility right? Embracing the people that came to my aid at the time, embracing the fact that I can still breathe and gave gratitude toward that. That's what catapulted me over the hump. So I hope that makes sense to you. I mean, I have chills and I hope everybody on Clubhouse is, you know, um, sharing the room, you know, and getting some more people in here because what you're spreading is incredible, incredible energy. And I could just feel it. I mean, yes, I'm physically seeing you right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know it is weird. I'm here and I'm looking over the phone. I'm on the screen here, but hey, it's it, great. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So my next question for you is what, what do you, what do you see next for yourself? What's, what's for the future of Manny Cabo? Well, I'm definitely uh, creating more music. That's without a given. And I've opened up a new branch toward my, uh, my podcast, which I'm truly focusing on artists and their strengths and their hardships. So I, I've created this new thing. Uh, it's like an artist spotlight mm-hmm. where I've got probably about 75 of some of the top artists in the world, good friends of mine from American Idol, The Voice, um, all these amazing shows, people that I've toured with, you know, guys from Trickster, uh, Molly Crew, you name it. And I really want to focus on their journeys. You know, three basic questions. What, what's your biggest success? You know, what was your biggest hardship? How you overcame it? You know, it's not going to be long. Not a typical, you know, 45, 50 minute episode, 15 minutes, right to the jugular. Tell me what you did, how you do it, showcase your music, maybe get some acoustic performances on there. So it's going to be really, really exciting for artists that are jumping on the show. Because again, I'm all about supporting, you know, if we don't support one another, then who can we rely on? We sure as hell can't rely on the entities that be like Spotify and iTunes and record labels. They don't care. They just want the money. (laughs) We're coming from my space. I want to elevate each other because you never know. And, And trust me on this. I've gotten some of the best tours, the best opportunities, the best performances from assisting other artists, as I alluded to earlier. And um, I've got a book coming out, which uh, is definitely going to do a lot of good in this world. Trust me, especially for the females in the audience and of the world, because I took it from that perspective. And I, I think I'm, I'm huge on women empowerment. We need more women leaders in this world because we, man, we screw shit up. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna pull it as I see it. We we've got our chances, you know. And it's not like a new thing, you know. Women in Europe have conquered, have kicked ass. It's like, what are you talking about? They've been around forever. We just refuse to to uh, uh, shed light on it. But I'm big on women empowerment, so I wrote this this book in perspective of my uh, my woman's side, you know, because mm-hmm. growing up, my sister, my mom, I've got a great relationship with the females in my life. And most of my friends from photography and photographing models were females, right? But I also understand the male perspective. And I just united those. And I came up with this book and I trust me, you, you guys are going to love it. Can't wait to do the launching of it. And uh, there's a lot of good that's going to come out of this. And, you know, a couple of other things like jobs for photography and building more careers, that's always going to be uh, at the forefront of my interests. And, you know, the NFT space, which is something that I'm uh, driving deep, deeply into because we need some uh, musical leaders out there to educate and empower and enlighten the space, you know? Yes, yes. And I love how you said you're tapping into your feminine side because, yes, I think a lot of men need to do that. So I'm really excited about that. Um and so the couple other questions that I wanted to ask you is our, our, our beautiful friend Molly is in the house and she loves asking this question sometimes in her rooms. And I wanted to ask you, I know you said you were writing a book, but yeah. what, for your second book about like yourself, what would, if you had, to, like, if you were able to write a book about yourself, what would the title of that book be? That's a wow. That's that's a a profound question indeed. But I would probably, you know, because our successes and our failures are deeply rooted to our heart, you know. And sometimes uh, I've always been an advocate of listening to that gut feeling, you know, because essentially that gut reaction that you get is because there's so much information coming into your brain that your brain can transfer all that information fast enough. So we get this thing called the gut instinct. So that second book would have to be listen to your gut but without ego. Because many of the mistakes that I've uh, made in my life that have precluded me from furthering, A, my education, my opportunities, you know, my peace, because peace definitely is an inside job, was from ego. I entertained the ego side, and it's so damaging. And I combine that with listening to your gut instinct, because when we do that, okay, we understand what we're all about if something bothers us, if something elevates us, if something confuses us, you know, that gut instinct is hugely important. And it, it's pretty serendipitous that you're asking that question because I was kind of concentrating on, okay, what's my next book going to be? Mm. And I think I want to tackle it from that perspective. And I hope that serves you because, you know, it, it's something that's dear to me. And I think people should really tap into their, their gut instincts of how they truly feel because we don't. Sometimes we look in the mirror and, we have this thing, quote unquote, that's been reverberating around the world called imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. right? And we get that imposter syndrome because we don't, we, we, we don't truly listen to who we are. We're constantly guided and educated by the hearsay of others. You know, we're guided by social media. We're always competing. And when we come from a place of competition, we're coming from that insecure side that it sometimes envelops us. And you, you know, like once you, once you get that first inkling of doubt, then you get into this rabbit hole of, wait a second, maybe this was a waste of time. Maybe I don't know enough. And it, it just completely snowballs into something so negative. So I'm, I'm going to create a book that says, stop it in its tracks. That's where I'm going to go with that. So, you know, it, it's exciting now. Now I think I'll, I have more of a, of a drive to do it. Thanks to you. So I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Well, you could also well, you could also thank Molly because she gave the she gave that incredible. Uh, thank topic. you, Molly. <laughs> I love Molly. Molly's an amazing entrepreneur, uh, mom. I see her posts all the time, and you know what? She gets it. She definitely gets it. <laughs> I love that. Well, we're gonna hang out with them in, in just a second, but before we do that, um, where can my listeners um, find you if they want to connect with you? Because I know they will. Sure, absolutely. Uh, anything and everything that has to do with the Manny Cabo world, just go to my site, Manny Cabo. Dot com. Anything that you want to talk about, my photography, my one-to-ones, you know, my podcast, my new releases, everything uh, is on that page, readily available. Please reach out, send me a DM. I created a 13-minute meta- uh, manifestation. It, it's, it's hypnotic, right? It's to reprogram the subconscious mind. It's like 99 cents, but it's 13 minutes of passion that I instilled into it that has changed my life. And that's, you know, you asked the question before, what got me through those difficult times? My own meditation really does. It's just reprogramming the subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is tapped into your emotions. If you can control your emotions, you can control your destiny. That's essentially how I see things. So definitely tap in with me. I'd love to hear from you. Well, I, I mean, I just appreciate you with taking the time out to sit with me and chat with me. And I can't wait to get to know you more. And we're going to hop over to Clubhouse and see um, see if they want to ask you any questions. But I truly, truly appreciate you. And you're, I just see incredible things coming from you, Manny. I really, really do. I appreciate that. You know what? It's an honor to be here. Uh, certainly, I was looking forward to this. You know, anytime that I could share my journeys with with all types of uh, listeners and audiences is certainly a pleasure. And I'm grateful for that, you know, and uh, thanks for the questions and let's continue this conversation. Yeah. Let's do some clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. We'll talk to you. Talk to you over a clubhouse.